0: My name is Marie, and this is, likened unto me, my personal scripture journey. I have another interesting sentence to talk about today. It's found in 2 Nephi chapter 9. Jacob is talking about the devil who transformeth himself nigh unto an angel of light and stirreth up the children of men unto secret combinations of murder and all manner of secret works of darkness. So this seems to me like two extremes. You have Satan looking like an angel of light and probably sounding mostly like one too. Maybe there's just a few lies in what he's saying. And then next thing you know, he's convincing men to murder and do all other sorts of darkness. Someone pointed out to me not long ago, That Satan, when trying to tempt us, doesn't usually set up camp clear on the opposite side of the valley and try to convince us to come over. He sets up right next to where we are, but slightly off. He takes truth and then twists it ever so slightly. That way, it's hard to tell the difference. He gets so close to the truth and throws in just a little bit of bad. Also, the more I try to find out what is right and what is truth, the more I'm convinced that it is in the middle. Which really makes sense when you think about it. Satan doesn't care which way he distorts it. He just wants to mess it up. And if truth is right in the middle, it's a tough balancing act for us to stay with. For example, Elder David A. Bednar taught that guilt is to our spirit what pain is to our body a warning of danger and a protection from additional damage so feeling guilty when we do something wrong is actually a good thing it's our spirit or the holy ghost telling us that this is dangerous that it's hurting us and that we should stop and since it's a good thing satan tries to ruin it he will whisper things like you don't deserve to repent you knew better There's no way you can change. You're too far gone. He will try to make that guilt so ridiculously heavy that we feel paralyzed at any thought of doing better. We feel like there is no hope. But that's not his only trick. If that doesn't work, he will swing to the other side. Oh, that's not that bad. Other people do way worse things. Just one more time and then you can repent. He will try to get us to ignore the guilt, ignore the warning that we're damaging our souls. So you have one side where the guilt is paralyzing and out of control, and the other side where you feel no guilt. Both of them keep us from repenting. And these are just two examples. There are many other distortions of guilt. Satan doesn't care which one works. He just wants to keep you away from the Savior's healing power. The truth is somewhere in the middle. We should feel guilt and we should use it as motivation to drive us to repentance, but it shouldn't overcome us. We need to allow ourselves to feel the peace and confidence that comes from a remission of sins. Now that's just one example. Take anything good that is from God and Satan has distortions of it. Some are more obvious than others, depending on how far off the mark we personally are. But he has different levels. If he can't get us with one thing, he comes a little bit closer to see if he can get us to step off the road of truth. And once he has us headed off, he tries to get us as far away as possible. That's how he goes from transforming himself nigh into an angel of light to stirring up the children of men unto secret combinations of murder and all manner of secret works of darkness, just a little at a time. The only way to recognize the lies is to know the truth, which means we need to search for it and we need to review it often. Seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Jesus knows what it feels like to find yourself so far away from the light that you can't even see it. And he didn't even deserve to feel that way. As he suffered on the cross, he suffered alone. His father had withdrawn his spirit from him. Jesus Christ knows what it's like to be outside the light. More importantly, he knows the way back. Don't let Satan and his lies convince you otherwise. Recognize the lies and then reach for the truth. The Savior is there beside you, mighty to save. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened to me, my personal scripture journey.